I would like to begin with a recitation from scripture. If men get into a fight with one another and the wife of one intervenes to rescue her husband from the grip of his opponent by reaching out and seizing his genitals, you shall cut off her hand. Show no pity. Yeah, that's Deuteronomy chapter 25, verses 11 through 12. And man, the Bible is a strange book. Many of you are probably shocked by the passage that I just read, and maybe you're you're searching a Bible app on your phone or a copy that you have on hand to see if it's really in there. And yeah, it's in there. And yeah, it's disturbing. And what's insane is that there are dozens upon dozens of passages that are just like it, that are even more shocking and even more disturbing. The Bible is one of the best-selling, most translated books in the history of publishing. It's been one of, if not the most influential books in the formation of modern society and the shaping of human history. It has inspired countless amounts of people throughout the ages to do incredible things, incredible things to further human flourishing on this planet. But it has also inspired some of the most dastardly evil moments throughout millennia. The same book that gave courage and grit to abolitionists was used by slaveholding pastors in the 1800s to argue for the validity of human slavery in the United States. Needless to say, the history of humans in the Bible is a messy, bloody, beautiful, ugly, tragic, hopeful affair. And you know, the Bible I grew up with had no room for this story. Outside of, God said it, I believe it, that settles it. There was no margin for being disturbed by the Bible. The Bible handed down to me was presented as a life manual and a moral handbook and an arbiter of true science and history that would protect me from the evils of evolution, atheism, and dancing. And, you know, as a kid, I didn't question any of this. There wasn't room for questions. The Bible says it. I believe it. That settles it. But eventually I grew up. Eventually I had to come to terms with the fact that I am disturbed by the Bible, that there are things that I could not reconcile with the Bible that was handed down to me, with the Bible that I had sitting in front of me. And more than that, I am disturbed by the ways that the Bible has been used and abused, that it looks more often like a bent prison shank than holy scriptures intended to shape us into people who love God and love others. And so I'm starting this podcast because I believe our stories with the Bible matter. And the way we read the Bible matters. Because the stories and methods of reading the Bible throughout history have radically shaped and reshaped the world that we live in. The first few episodes are going to be me exploring my own journey with the Bible, the ways that it has shaped me, disturbed me, and inspired me. And after that, I'm going to bring on guests to talk about their own journeys with the Bible. 
Because I think more important than anything is our ability to listen to the stories of people we disagree with, of people that we don't come into contact with on a daily basis, that we can break the echo chamber and so that our conversations don't die whenever we talk about the Bible and we realize the person across from us sees it differently than we do. That maybe through hearing the stories of others, we can grow in empathy and understanding and we can be made free to love one another as we love ourselves. So the idea for the podcast originated in the incredible responses I received to an article I wrote for medium.com that got picked up by Human Parts and was distributed not that long ago. I'll leave a link to it in the show notes. The article was an exploration of my journey with the Bible and a humble invitation to any and all who have felt hurt by the Bible, disturbed by the Bible, or even hurt and disturbed by the people surrounding the Bible to pick it up and give it another try. And the responses I received were incredible. So many people commented to tell me that they found themselves in my story or that my story had given them language to be able to talk to their family about their own story with the Bible. Or even that they completely disagreed with my view of the Bible but could understand how I came to it and appreciated my vulnerability. And you know, I'll say it again that I believe our stories matter. And I've come to believe that the Bible is a book worth journeying with. And so I hope that you will join me. My name is Logan Rowland, and this is How to Not Choke on the Bible.